0: You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It's week two. I'm joined by my pal, fellow podcaster, former bachelor, I don't, I, I mean, you still are a podcaster. I don't know. It's Nick Vial. Hi, Nick.
1: So nice to be with you. Julia. I think I messed
0: that up. I, I That's don't I don't not know know where it's I was going. Totally
1: fine. I, yeah, for those of you who I am still podcasting, uh, <laughs> the but, Vial files. Yeah. Um, How's it?
0: How are you enjoying that?
1: I'm, I'm enjoying it quite well. Uh, it's, That's it's great. It's going great. It continues to keep growing. And um, hopefully I will be doing it for a long time.
0: Well, Today, we're here to discuss The Bachelor, which you also discuss on the Vial Files, but not exclusively. It's also the whole ask Nick situation, plenty of other topics.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, we do have uh, Heather Heather McDonald recapping this week uh, with us. So if we don't cover everything you need to hear here, you know, jump back on. But, you know, we'll 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 put our best foot forward on this podcast. So we thank sure you, will. Thank you for the plug.
0: You're welcome. Anything for you. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the season so far? Before we get into the nitty gritty, we got two. We we're two eps in, two eps with the weird, uh, faceless voiceover of next week on The Bachelor, and
1: what are you going to yeah. do about that? I mean,
0: well, why isn't it Taysha or Caitlin?
1: Because <laughs> they're not the hosts of the show, and I don't think they want. I don't think they've really figured out what they're going to do.
0: They said that in the press last week that they that they're. They're weighing their options, I guess. Uh, or that yeah. there was an article. I don't know I, if it was f- official, saying it was but. It was
1: funny. Uh, when they announced, obviously, Kate and Taisha, they were very clear to point out that they're there in a supportive role to Katie, right? And then mm-hmm. I was actually at the MTV Awards. Um, the MTV Nikki...
0: Movie and TV Awards?
1: Yes. And I was just going, honestly, as a guest and as a friend of Nikki Glazer who hosted the show. But Taisha was there, you know, presenting and accepting. An award. I don't know if it was an accident or whatever, or maybe like someone from ABC PR was like literally there because they referred to Tasha as uh as host the first time. And then mm. the second time, and keep this is mine, this is a taped event. It wasn't live. So there was a lot of pickups and things like that in the moment. And the second time they referred to Tasha, they referred to her as a mentor. And oh, even, interesting. even at this like random event, it was like it was interesting, you know, how like the what the label that they might be giving Caitlin and Tasha, it's obviously clearly unclear, you know, with things like in paradise. And so, uh, that, that is my guess. I don't know why they haven't done, they haven't committed any specific voiceover. They're just going with a generic, maybe it could be Chris Harrison voice type of thing.
0: I think it's super weird. I, I think like having Katie do it would have been more normal. I don't know. I just think that's like that to me, that is like the weirdest, like, band-aid they've put on the situation because but but i don't know maybe i'm just Uh, being really really particular you know how um on screener sometimes if you're watching a show like there'll be a clear pickup and you're like oh okay that's not gonna be in the final cut like when it airs it'll be like tj Lavin's voice when i first heard it i was like oh i wonder what voice it's gonna be and then i then i realized found out that it's yeah,
1: like oh, via. this must be a pickup, but you're literally watching it on ABC. Yeah,
0: know? yeah. Oh, they have um, to fix that. I mean, okay. listen, as far as what do I think? Uh, yeah, you didn't answer. I, I didn't let you answer. Carry on.
1: No, it's okay. Uh, I mean, whatever you think about Chris Harrison or the situation, like he was the host for how many years, and and now he's not, so it's different, and different yeah. takes some getting used to, right? I mean, listen, like if you're just like. If you hated Chris Harrison and you thought he should go, you're going to just be like this is amazing and if you and if if you thought the whole Chris Harrison thing was just nonsense and wrong and you're like oh I hate cancel culture, you're going to be very critical of 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 the newness of it, right? I, overall, I like the season. I think it's as good as any. I think, you know, I didn't personally Love the creative around how they incorporated Tasha and Caitlin night one, but I understand a lot of people did. It was just more I of a didn't like friendly. it either. It seemed a little campy, whatever, but like whatever. I don't they didn't hurt the show. It was totally fine. Um, as far as the Katie, she seems she's honest. She clearly is going to speak up when something's on her mind or she's feeling something. I think that's always great. And the guys, honestly, so far, I I like. What I see in terms of the different personalities and et cetera, et cetera, and yeah, I, I, so I you're digging tear- it. I teared up twice this episode.
0: What were the two times?
1: Uh, Mike, and yes. and uh, and then obviously Greg's conversation with Katie. I mean, that was like that was that was done in a very emotional way. Mike's, I don't know. I'm curious about what your thoughts are. But
0: all right, well let's let's set it up. Let's get into it.
1: Okay. First uh, first ahead. date.
0: Yeah. First I'm hosting Nick. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm
1: sorry. i just I just I just got done.
0: <laughs> I know how it goes. It's very hard to not host when you're used uh, to it. Um uh, you're just always trying to like weave the conversation. Okay. Yes. Um Group Date was the first date of the episode, and it was a sex positivity date, which I take some issue with. It was hosted by Heather McDonald, who is a sex guru I guess, and podcast host herself. Is that correct? I
1: I mean she she's open about sex interesting I don't know if you know this about Heather is that uh she lost her virginity at 27 I know this because she wrote a whole book about it and as a guest on her podcast way back when I like listened to her book and so mm. she had an interesting perspective which honestly the producers didn't know about but the fact that she was someone who was who lost her virginity at, at in her mid 20s I thought was an interesting kind of wrinkle yeah. about yeah, the whole be- thing
0: yeah because one of the central parts of this date was that mike who um is 31 former baseball player believes he lives in southern california now he is a virgin and he because he wants to wait until he's married to have sex and um the date included like some like a, like a quiz kind of at the beginning with heather asking a bunch, bunch of questions <laughs> and including what's your favorite sex position and When's the last time you had sex? And for both of those, Mike just put a question mark on the whiteboard. Um, and there were some other questions along the way. We'll get into that. And then they had to like do a presentation about to show like if they'd be the best lover or not for Katie. Um, what would you think about this date as a concept?
1: fun you know like it's an opportunity you know i I always watch it differently like there's always a purpose like a long game of what they're hoping to accomplish but like listen they're they're limited in the dates that they have so they bring heather like ah she's a comedian she talks about sex a lot in her podcast and her stand-up um and it's always like usually fun and playful to get the guys to like say something goofy or (laughs) or you know like it silly and then maybe i overall i mean long i one thought it of the was questions, good. yeah
0: one of the I, I i one of the questions was what is um the biggest female sex organ and many of them said vagina and i should say vagina's not an organ <laughs>
1: Let's <laughs> let's let's talk about that for a second. I actually failed to discuss this on the podcast, but I did. I made a TikTok on Obviously it. Obviously, like,
0: the answer is brain. That's like one of those obvious. things. You, yeah, right, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Everyone knows that.
1: I, I want to point out that, like, if, if you want to defend these guys for these boneheaded responses, it's hard to do when you realize these these are not rapid. Nothing happens rapid fire in this world. <laughs> they had plenty of time to think about it, discuss their answer. answer and they still like they're like, I could get how like in a panic and a rush decision. You're like, ah, I don't know, vagina. Right. <laughs> but like if you give someone a good 60 seconds to think about that, it's like, oh, OK, brain. Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's also like definitely the kind of fact that like pops up in a lot of like teen movies, too. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. I, that was that was the dumbest one. Oh, but hold um, on. Hold on.
1: on. On that point, on that particular question uh, there's I have some screenshots uh, of oh, pur- cur- courtesy of my my lo- lovely assistants um and by lovely I mean professionally as a, as a human beings. um so uh what's his name? Uh, Justin wrote tongue, right Also mm. dumb but like whatever and while vagina for stupid like it's just like all right, fine. And then you have the you can't see it but there I have the screenshot of, of of Courtney who wrote the, and then, in, and then whatever after was redacted by ABC. And then, following that, they have, especially if she's on steroids. <laughs> now, keep in mind
0: Is that clitoris? That's got to be clitoris, right?
1: Maybe, but like, <laughs> vagina apparently is appropriate for abc so it's like what what whatever you <laughs> what wrote
0: <did> right <laughs> what did yeah
1: i want to know like whatever he wrote is worse than vagina and apparently steroids will make this shit go nuts <laughs> i gotta google that i don't know so <laughs> we gotta get courtney with
0: a q on the line to find yeah, out
1: yeah oh i God. don't know but i mean in all fairness like i think people just don't appreciate how fucking nervous these guys are right now it's the day after like night one they still don't know what the fuck's going on and <laughs> you know they're getting asked sex questions and they're trying to be goofy and funny and i i, yeah. I kind of sweep it all under the rug
0: it's uncomfortable it's a, it's even if it's not uncomfortable it's like awkward everyone's like what's my you know how do we how do i handle this situation um they they're one of the questions was how many erogenous zones do women have and that was the one question they showed but they didn't show the answer to which i just want to say i wouldn't have known the answer if i looked it up it's 31
1: I thank you. I did not know as well. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what a erogenous zone is. Do you it's like
0: where can be pleasured?
1: Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, 30, see, 31,
0: we're, we're all learning. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, uh, 31. There's and no got- way any of them got that right. They probably, okay. I mean, they also, one of them was like, what does erogenous mean? So, you know, there's no, I mean, it, and again, yeah. like this is, you know, that is not the same as, as writing, not getting brain. Anyway, let's get back to Mike. So Mike, with his question marks, Mike's a virgin. I guess I wonder if the guys had known already. My my perspective is they didn't because they didn't have any bites of people talking about it, and no one was like looking at him like, oh, oh they the definitely
1: didn't know. The producers knew,
0: yeah, of course, the producers knew. Uh, but, but the guys, I, didn't
1: I know. would, I would. It's too early. I mean, you know, it's funny when we were watching the the season, you know, the season preview last week. You're always like, oh, who's your top four going to be? And Mike wasn't in my top four, but I was like, hey, Mike, but I you know, Mike's not my top four, but I definitely could be wrong because he's crying about sex. And we know already he's I mean, they basically said he's a virgin in the season trailer. So like he must go far enough to like have things get serious that he's crying about sex. Turns out it's <laughs> episode <too>. two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> episode two. And so I um, I just felt really bad for him. He was crying and you know, I'm sure he felt really uncomfortable and and I just thought I just was I I felt sad for him. But then Do it you, ended up okay because he gave it we, he gave this really nice um presentation explaining what sex means to him and it really touched Katie and I was like
1: really happy for him. It was like a roller coaster of emotion with Mike. One hundred percent. I think this is a perfect example. It's a it's a bachelor and life kind of uh example lesson that like how you f- feel in the moment, like let things marinate, you might see it differently. And in Bachelor World, uh that happens often, right? <laughs> like, very quickly. Very quickly, but like I was literally watching it last night, and both Nellie and I were like, "This is fucking weird." And why are they? Why are they putting this guy in this situation this early? Yeah, like why? It seems uncomfortable. And and then and then he gave his speech, and I gotta say, like, you know, we've heard a lot of virgin conversations. I I get a lot of there's a lot of virgins out there, and they're late mid (laughs) twenties. There's always a lot of different reasons, right? Uh, when it's on a TV show, I have a tendency of kind of rolling my eyes of like how performative is this, et cetera, et cetera. And I got to well, say... that's
0: I, In this case, that's because we've been through two storylines yeah. where it's been totally exploited by the show.
1: Yes. Right. I'm not judging a- that Ashley, person. Ashley and Colton. No, yeah. I'm not
0: judging them either. I'm judging the show for exploiting it and making it like a big thing.
1: But even in like just people with relationships and dating, like what I've learned by having, you know, when people call in, it's just like most people... A lot of people don't even know why they are a virgin. Like Ashley, Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, you know, I just waited this long. Heather McDonald kind of acknowledges that it kind of turned into that. I might have started when because she's Catholic or whatever. So it's weird because, but when I heard Mike, and I was kind of like, okay, here we go. Like he loves God. Okay, and I get it. I've never like that was the best reason and explanation for keeping your virginity than I've ever heard. And I honestly. (laughs) I got like, I'm so thankful that that aired in the way that it did for anyone who's saving themselves for whatever reason, do it like Mike, because it wasn't out of shame or guilt or, or getting credit or, or being holier than thou or whatever the reason it was like, listen, it's real simple. Like it means a lot to me and I have this idea of this girl, this woman, and I want to be make her my wife and i'm going to wait because who whenever she is i want to say i waited for you i didn't even know who you were and that's fucking romantic and i don't (laughs) subscribe to it i'm not going to do it. it's not for me but it was just he it was very clear why he was doing it his intentions were clear and they were pure and it was super fucking romantic and it was the best explanation i've ever heard for keeping your virginity
0: yeah and and not even that you necessarily need to have a good explanation, but I do think he did a good job of like destigmatizing it and on this show and where it has obviously been stigmatized. Yes. And so, yeah, you're right.
1: You don't. But if you're going to go on a national television dating show, like clearly you're open to talking about it or you're yeah. going like.
0: It, and, and it had to have come up in his interview process because otherwise. He didn't necessarily yeah. have to be on this group date. He didn't have to be like the focal point of, of this today.
1: I, I just like, how could you, again, like you could say, oh, like, I'm saving myself because of God. And people would be like, well, you know, like I'm, I'm religious and I don't, and I, you know what I'm saying? You could, this was such a clear thing. Like what, how can you, that's his prerogative. It was this like the healthiest point of view, you know? Yeah, it I just, guess.
0: I mean, I think, I think, um. It puts a lot of pressure on his future wife and on his future relationships. I, and understand, that,
1: I understand, and again, I, it's I not worry, for everyone. I worry about
0: that. But yeah, I worry about that, but that's you know his his choice. Yeah. I and totally agree.
1: I not for I, me. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I
0: think I think the affirmation that Katie showed him was also like such a sweet, like not. To, I don't want to call it a payoff. It's, I don't want to like denigrate it that way, but that's the word I was thinking of. It just was really nice to see that toucher, particular no pun intended when that was when her whole thing is like she's so sex positive and i was glad that actually happened because i feel like the meaning of sex positivity has kind of been like turned into horniness on this show where it actually just means like open-mindedness about i sex. totally
1: agree i totally agree people like confuse uh sex positive with with casual sex and that's yeah. not that's not the case like also people confuse sex positive with like not just kind of Still respecting the fact that like sex, regardless if you're positive about it, is a powerful thing, (laughs) you know, and it's just more like not shaming people because they have sex. Right. Or
0: have it in the case of Mike. Or
1: not have it. It's you're just like sex is a good thing. It's you're (laughs) not you're not going to burn in hell, basically. Um, But yeah. And, uh, you know, a little little behind the scenes that we I heard from Heather is that. Um, and it was pretty clear from watching the show that you know all the guys all, on the date and the guys showed up were just really just supportive of him. And it sounded like it was a really big moment in Mike's life in terms Aww. of like being afraid of the judgment and shame and having people truly, and as you pointed out, in a sex positive way, like praise him for his virtues or his belief systems, whether you agree with it or not and like you, again you we all felt bad for him but this guy was given such a gift by this experience totally. of the show that uh, yeah. he, he might never get and i think that's i think that's interesting also i think it's pretty clear Mike's going home in the next few weeks.
0: Yeah. We we got the biggest Mike bite. We got the Mike from the trailer in episode two. So he's got like one or two weeks to go. I mean, we wish you the best of luck in the future.
1: And while Katie is very grateful for her dishonesty and she's going to give him like one of those like meaningless awards, like not a rose, but like you win today. Yeah. uh, Like, I don't think Mike's her guy.
0: Yeah. He didn't even get a rose. If I recall.
1: Yeah. No, it's always like, it's always like, (laughs) Hey, you win. Literally nothing.
0: (laughs) I don't even think he won extra time. Like, he just won. No, like that, he just no, he won. Just, yeah. He just got, like, some accolades. Yeah. But still, okay, I'm, I'm ba- still... I'm back to feeling bad for Mike. Poor Mike. He's still... <laughs> no, I mean, listen, like... in know, all, it seems positive. All, you know, I hope like, he's The show is well.
1: obviously, you know, uh, this and this, and it, was it produced? It, like, listen, like, like, I think it's fascinating that that guy is going to remember that moment and feel validated about his decisions. And, you know, that's not that's something you can take away from him.
0: Yeah, I Mike, we wish you the best. Let's move on. Okay. Any other notes from this date? I don't think I had any other ones. Yeah, yeah.
1: Whatever. You know, I don't think what a uh, anything was good. we learned. Mike Mike
0: was really the star. Yeah. Although the pu- the puppet show, I was confused by the about the X rated puppet show that was going on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like a little apparently I was curious, one question I wanted to ask Heather um was was Carl as annoying as they made him seem? Mm-hmm or or was he not? And it was just like he got a bad sound bite or soundtrack. I guess it was ten times worse because what made it bad is that he went for like thirty minutes when everyone else went for five. and oh, he God. was just like he was every bit the motivational speaker he thought he was, but isn't kind of thing.
0: hard pass on Carl. yeah, um, a couple things I did like. Justin, don't know if you noticed. he had a can of whipped cream in his shirt pocket.
1: Did not notice that.
0: L- loved that. <laughs> it's just like cool Varsity Blues reference. If he's even seen that movie, he's like twenty six, so I, I'm not sure he's seen.
1: He's familiar. With I feel like the it's a classic. Work. No,
0: I mean the whipped cream bikini certainly is. That's what I was thinking of. I don't. I don't know what he did with that, but I noticed it was in his pocket, and I thought it was very funny. Um, Connor B. Cat guy with the song.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean he. So,
0: so Connor B. carrying around his instruments. I Obviously, he didn't necessarily bring those with him, but I was just like, did they just provide those for Connor B.? I thought it was really funny that he had... A, for some reason, him carrying them really made me laugh. Uh,
1: probably. Apparently, he is uh, something I learned when I was there, that he is... Uh, in addition to being a teacher, he is a piano bar Yeah. P- musician, which that requires a significant amount of talent
0: Especially in Nashville.
1: Musically, and like the gift of writing songs on the fly. I mean, yeah, it was a great song. It was performed well. He
0: crushed it, yeah. And
1: whatever he's doing, it's it doesn't reek of the performativeness that was Jed. Right, right, right. Um,
0: well, he's owning up to it, you know? He's, he's leading like, with his
1: strengths. I mean, like, yeah. he's in a world with super tall, you know, alpha, handsome guys. I know. Like, Connor is a, a shorter, handsome in his own right, but more of a nerdy like. And he is charming the pants off of Katie, and it's because he's playing to his strengths while not being insecure about the qualities he doesn't have.
0: Um, we forgot to mention that Carl used the word suffocate instead of suffocate. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that was funny. <laughs> suffocate. I love. I love. The, the, I really enjoyed some of the guy's commentary. For him, he's like, "It's all right, man. You just combined two words that you didn't really fully understand." <laughs> um.
0: Also, I I I don't quite remember who it was, but one guy did the dick in the box from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it I was sh- the,
1: it, it was the same guy who said who he's the box guy, and he oh, also so James James. He,
2: yeah.
1: he also said he did he he hopes that he's not known as only the box guy, <laughs> only to come out. With the dick in a a, a box. I thought it was funny. Shout
0: out to the producers for having that handy. You know, obviously all the props were provided. So good stuff.
1: I mean, it's early on. It's good, clean fun. I mean, it was a heavy episode, but I, you know, a lot of it has to do with, we need to get to know Katie.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, just last, last note on counter B cat guy, aggressive kisser, a lot of head movement in his kissing. I don't know if you noticed that.
1: I did notice that. And I, I'm wondering, and again, totally fine if it is. If this is a Katie thing, because yes, I know
0: she kind of does that too.
1: There's a lot of heavy makeouts, and the only yeah. constant is Katie. And uh, <laughs> and again, that's awesome. But sure, like these yeah, are hard. These are hard makeouts.
0: It's true. It's a lot of motion. Yeah, I noticed that myself.
1: Yeah. All right, let's good. move on. It's great.
0: One on one, Greg, and Greg. they were matching. I love that they were matching. That had to have been coincidental, right?
1: uh it's cool. so here's what
0: I here's what i'm thinking you can tell me if i'm right or wrong okay katie's outfit not a coincidence they plan off katie's outfits she's got a stylist his name's carrie greg has to bring his own clothes and yeah. he has to dress himself perhaps they could suggest a style to him but is any producer being like greg layer your white hoodie underneath your flannel
1: shirt there's always a Uh, The outfits are not picked out like day to date. Katie can wear whatever she wants. She gets to pick out all her outfits. They have extra outfits. And then it's a matter of here's what today's date is. Here's the kind of things that you should wear. Katie will pick it out. Then there's a conversation between uh, Katie's producer and the producer who's going to be handling the person on the date. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what's our guy planning on wearing today? They'll always ask the guy, because he has less, like Katie's got a fucking army of clothes, right? right? He She's got only options. has what he brought with him. He's got finite. So they'll ask him and then they'll be like, great. And so uh, there's some coordination um, that goes, goes into it. I love a good matchup. I mean. I, I thought
0: they both look great. So I, I was like, cool. This, You both look really good in your hiking boots and your flannel and your hoodies. I, I, it was a great cold weather outfit. I think for it's both of them.
1: totally fun. Yeah.
0: It was straight J. Crew catalog. I thought they looked great. great.
1: Fantastic. Yeah.
0: My favorite part of the date, because I'm a jerk, was when Katie was like, Look at this beautiful scenery. And it was just like a really ugly, not ugly, but like these like dark winter tones in New Mexico. I thought it was really funny.
1: <laughs> I was uh yeah, no, totally. I was <laughs> I was there that day, like quarantining quarantining. And it snowed that morning. It was oh a, my God. It, that was an ugly day. It was windy and brutal. And I remember waking up being like, How If cold I had a it? It was that, it was, you know, I mean, I've never been to New Mexico before, but I showed up, it was 70 and sunny and the next morning there was snow on the ground. So like, and that day was one of those, like, you know, when it's like, you know, there's like freezing cold weather that people, if you're familiar with like the Midwest or the Northeast and it's just cold, but then there's like the days where it's like, it's like 30, it's above freezing, but it's super windy yeah and and it's just, and damp and dreary. And it's just like, it's almost, you'd rather it to be 20 and sunny.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, At least
1: get some sun. And it was like that, so it was a very kind of not fun. I remember thinking, whoever's on a date today, like that sucks for them. <laughs> um, but turned out to be fine, and um, yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, like, and I, I we can get into the whys, but I was as I was shocked when Greg got the first one-on-one.
0: So I think you and I had the same prediction. I think we both felt that for some reason. Seem more evident than ever that like it's clear Greg wins. Like I'm just like Greg wins. Like there's no doubt in my mind from episode 1. Yes, I don't I don't know any spoilers, but that's do just I. how it is. That's seemed. my
1: prediction. I Same. was just kind of blown away even for given that prediction. I was surprised cuz then I'm meaning like well why? You know like why? It turns out like this episode was all about Katie and us making sure we get to know Katie because she wasn't in a top four finalist. We didn't really get to know her story. I mean, she didn't have a one. She got like, what was She got sent home on a one on one or something. But either way, yeah. there was no like, who is Katie? Where's and her background? Except there was a third
0: on her one on one. It was her, Matt, and Tyler. So. Yeah. And the so, Masseuse.
1: Exactly. Right. So this episode was us getting to know Katie. So, you know, I think it was just.
0: Yeah. We didn't know that her father had passed away. We didn't away. know. So,
1: like, great. And she was dad, quite
0: young for it, by the way. It was yeah. like almost 10 years ago.
1: So at the, you know, the first impression rose is. Vert like it's it's in my experience and talking to my peers, it's one hundred percent the choice of the leads. There's almost zero influence of the producers,
0: and many of the women end up with their first impression
1: rose. Correct,
0: guys, because women just know.
1: And so, yeah, I mean, like, if I was going to pick my favorite night one, I would have given it Vanessa. I just, I, (laughs) I choose to use it a different way.
0: Who'd you give it to? Oh, Rachel. Uh, Rachel. Yeah. 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 Our girl.
1: Our colleague. Um. And uh, so, yeah, so it was interesting because at the risk of, I once heard from a producer that they usually find their villains mm. either from first impression rose or the first date because that person gets early validation. A lot of attention. And, and it's not so much that there's anything wrong with them and even how they handle that attention, but this eyes get sucked to that guy. And right. then, like then they might just force the issue. But clearly, I don't think there's any... I don't think Craig's going to be a villain. I don't think they want him to be a villain. I think they'll go out of their way to like keep Greg out of the fray, but they needed Greg on this date so we can learn to about get this, Katie, Katie story. Get this Katie story. And it was just kind of fascinating to see.
0: Um, I just want to say I'd love to go on a fishing first date. I thought that seemed really fun. seemed yeah. like a, a, one of the better dates there are. Also, it didn't require either of them to be too cold. I think it seemed like... I was like happy they could layer for this cold weather. Um, and... I I thought he seemed like a nice guy. He seems like the type of person you would marry. He seems like totally normal, plain, regular guy. I learned and this from you.
1: He's extraordinarily obtainable, hot.
0: Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. And I love like I loved his joke night one where he was just like, just you know, it's not real gold. Like he's <laughs> it's a really and his delivery. He's he's got a good tent deadpan. I like. Uh, like, and this episode was a perfect example. Greg is just like, I don't know, like, this is nuts. And like, I'll go along with it. And, um, you know, I'll, yeah, I feel a connection. Because like, you know, anyone on a first date, when they start saying, wow, like, I didn't expect this. I buy, I believe, I've been there. Like, you're on one of these dates and it is a crazy thing. But then you have like the Thomases and the errands of the world who are like, it's all bullshit, you know? Like, they sit down and like, I just want you to know, like, this is crazy. Isn't this crazy? Almost oh, um, crazy. I, I love you. I think it's you.
0: Aaron. It might be Thomas, but I'm pretty sure it's Aaron who insists on Katie, hugging Katie first every time. No, that's Thomas. Just like, Thomas, excuse me. Yeah. I'm just like, Thomas, we get it. You're trying to like, you know, mark nope. your territory. I'm like, we see what you're doing and it's not cute.
1: No, and so like, yeah, Thomas and Aaron, and there's a bunch of guys who are like saying what they think they should say and saying what they think like what Katie wants to hear. And, and Greg is not doing that. Greg is no, he's, it's it's easy. Cause he's getting validated, but I still think he would be, he's
0: not a showman that Greg, let yeah. me just say, um, question for you. How tall is Katie?
1: I haven't, she's short.
0: Okay. Like five, three,
1: six, two.
0: Okay. So Greg seems like he's probably about your height. He's like a foot taller than her.
1: You think so? I mean, it's hard to tell people didn't, did, people didn't ever think I'm six while while watching the show. Um, <laughs> Because it's funny, I only say that because if you made me guess without putting much too thought, I would guess like six. Although I, like, I
0: would have gone with like 5'10", five, 5'11", five, but he seemed taller and broader than I was expecting. That might be not
1: true. To, they, not to
0: be such a typical girl, but I was like, oh, cute.
1: They don't cast... Tall and broad. I mean, you must be special if you're under six foot and they cast you on that show. They specifically was, look for tall guys.
0: That was and, the fucking weirdest thing about Luke Parker on caitlin and jed on on uh hannah season both yeah, them, i mean again Tom.
1: they'll take exceptions to the rule and 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 and, and the date i was on, like thomas is like, 6'5". Yeah, thomas like is, six five aaron's like six thomas huge. and
0: aaron are both are huge. huge yeah huge and very attractive also justin he seems pretty big
1: too also big guy yeah very like i'm very all, into justin all those guys are like 6'4". Hmm. Cool. Oh yeah uh I, he seemed, i didn't get to know him per justin could dunk like nice. paint
0: so i'm just like cool man yeah, uh, I mean,
1: but like I mean, not <laughs> that I want to knock. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but like it was a real cheesy on day one where he's like, you know, and that space is like for the persons who I'm gonna fall in sure. love. Sure, yeah, like, it, right, it was super
0: cheesy, yeah. but you know, just based on the limited info I have, I'm interested. It's just not all I'm gonna say.
1: Like I liked, yeah. Again, that's where like the difference between Greg and Justin is. Justin decided to be earnest about that space and be like, "Is this for the person whose heart I'm going to fill?" and and Greg was like, "Hey, just you know, it's not real gold; it's noodles." <laughs> like that. Like, to me, it was like I'm I'm more of a Greg guy, you know. But yeah,
0: Greg seems fine. I just feel like Greg seems like you just meet him at the bar. You just seem, yeah, and I, I think is a good match for Katie. So I really feel certain he wins. Um, I what I liked about him the most was that he was encouraging her to like tell him the deep stuff and was like while he was getting the validation of the first rose and the first date, he was like giving it back when she was clearly upset. However, I did notice when she was like holding back tears, when she, when they were like sitting on the log or whatever and telling him about her dad, he didn't touch her, didn't give her a hug, didn't hold her hand, didn't put his arm around her. And she's like, dude, just give her a hug. She's struggling.
1: I did not pick up on that. Um,
0: And I, I was just like, she just, just give her some physical touch.
1: Val. I think that's valid to consider. I, I, it's also so early. I just, sure. I, I always think back know, about my first, first like, date with Andy and crying. like, on my first date with Andy, uh, and I had, like, I had the third one-on-one. I mean, it still, I, it, it still felt like I was on a date with a celebrity. It was mm-hmm. like, it it wasn't until after that, that I was like, okay, this is, I see her as a human being now, like a person, like, you know what I'm saying? It's so, it's yeah. a really bizarre, She's like, hey, can I put my hand on your i don't should i i don't know like
0: i think if i were on this show which obviously I would never be i would request to like bring a flask or i'd be like can we work a flask into the date so we can like have some awkward sips together because i thought like there was a few times where they should have like an awkward sip of whiskey or something to warm up
1: that's a good idea i mean i don't know how if it'll work with this new true two drink uh minimum or two drink max per hour but I like, the, I, I like the i like the idea
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was a nice date. So you were really touched by Greg's story about his father, huh?
1: I touched. I mean, I don't know. Like I i I admit that it got me. Like I was like, fuck, that's it's a, it pulled on the heartstrings. Like, um, maybe it was just the way they put it together. Props to the post team, but uh I mean, two people crying about the death of their father. I, I yeah. can't relate. I've been lucky to have healthy parents and um it was clearly a a a touching moment. Yeah, I guess. It was yeah.
0: I'm glad, I'm glad they were able to have the conversation. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how on every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? For me, I would spend that extra hour offline, away from my computer, away from my phone, and just reading something in hard copy. A book, an article, something I just really want to dive into and just need the time to focus on. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you so that you can make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bachelor Party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bachelor Party. All right, next. Wrestling date. Next group date. I just hate a wrestling date. It's just, like, awkward. I don't know. Even more so, like, out in the field. I feel like it's actually better when they do, like like lingerie pillow fight in the bar i feel like this was like even more awkward for some reason i don't know i really i didn't care for it
1: (laughs) i didn't have that much of a reaction to it i mean it was more like what are you gonna do you know like they're so limited out there
0: i know i know Uh, do you think this was more limiting than um, yes than palm springs
1: uh palm springs i don't know but like a prop again like the art department good good job guys because that place is not particularly pretty. It's mm. in the middle of fucking nowhere. Certainly beautiful sunrises and sunsets and like hiking. There, yeah. There's something like artistic about it. But like after a couple of days, you're just like, this is a lot of open fucking space. And I it's wouldn't just, like it. There's just not much there, you know? And um, so they're just very limited, you know. They should have done
0: s- horseback riding. Maybe they will in the future. I'm sure <laughs> they
1: will. I'm sure they will. But like again, like, you know, they're just trying to Save it's it kind, of, it's so kind of like, funny
0: how on Mike and Mike uh, on how Matt and Katie seasons like the cars that Matt and Katie arrive in and offer these dates like take such a big focus because there's like not a lot else to like change it up and like make it a different like setting. Yeah. But
1: when, Did you, Katie, oh, no, I'm sorry, when go Katie
0: was driving off road in the pickup truck, I was like, I don't know if the truck can handle that. I was nervous.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it definitely was like, a, yeah, it wasn't meant for for that
0: <laughs> off roading with Greg. What were
1: you gonna uh, say? When Taysha and Caitlin uh, woke up with the pots and pans. I'm
0: mm. uh,
1: I, I, I have I have to I have to go back and watch to confirm. But there was a point where I'm pretty and I, I it was definitely Greg, where he literally kind of snapped and said, All right, that's enough. Like he kind of <laughs> yelled at Caitlin and Taysha. And I was like, Okay, Ooh. maybe maybe Greg has a like maybe there is a dark side to Greg that well, <laughs> like and, or, Not a morning person. Yeah. I mean, like you're on a show. I get it's annoying, but like, damn, you snapped at Taysha and Caitlin and like you had the courage to do that and they aired it. I don't know. It was an interesting. I'm literally just remembering this now, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I wouldn't
0: like to be woken up like that either, but classic bachelor move right there. We've seen that before. Oh, for sure. Happens all the time. it have to be early in the morning. I don't know. At least they get to be in hotel rooms. Would you have rather been in a hotel room or in the house?
1: Oh, the house. For really?
0: Sure. Why?
1: Well, again, I'm just like I remember going like in in New Mexico. I just remember kind of processing this, like where again, you know, you had to sit there in quarantine for four days, right? So you're just kind of sitting there,
0: which is like an arbitrary number, by the way. But whatever. So you weren't vaxed yet, huh?
1: I was not vaxxed yet. Um, and I still think they're doing it, but whatever. Um,
0: yeah, apparently people are quarantining right now for paradise. Yeah.
1: So, but uh, what was I gonna say? What were we talking about?
0: Um, if you'd rather been in the house, oh, because I room. just I
1: just kind of remember being like, man, if I were if this were me showing up to the batch Trip for the first time ever, like, ugh, you know, like I, you know, I went on, and I think most people did when I was there. You, it, it was the travel more than anything. Right. That I, I was like, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, this TV thing, blah, blah, blah. But like, I've I've never been to Europe or Asia or... And like, I don't know. That seems like that for me. And, and I think a lot of the guys was like, where do we might get the travel? And even the Bachelor Mansion is like, it's yeah, not like, really cool. much of anything. It was still like a thing. You're it's like, cool. oh, fuck, yeah. here's the Bachelor Mansion. And you're like, you're just into some random hotel. So it's just the experience... Uh, I felt bad for these guys being like they have this whole, and and I'm sure it'll still be a bonding experience, and but they're definitely missing out. It was is, uh, and apparently like Nimicolin in Pennsylvania was pretty dope.
0: Yeah, it seems better. I actually just watched the episode of Real Housewives of Potomac where they go there, so did seem better. Got to see it in all its glory. I think if I were on the show, one of these guys, I would go absolutely insane only interacting with this group of people for x amount of time including production crew whatever but like it's so much isolation and like after a year of isolation i feel like i would have just lost my mind but that's just me
1: yeah no i i I had an actual thought of being like oh god this it's kind of it would suck to be i don't god (laughs) i can't wait till you know like i was i was like i was counting the food's not it wasn't particular. it was these, these people, these people the sacrifice good. to give us good TV.
0: Well, thanks. Thanks to them. And also it's different than last year when they were, when they did Clarentation season. Cause I feel like that was so much earlier in the pandemic where like going to a location where you were like, you know, f- able to forget about COVID. You could like not wear a mask, not yeah. worry. Probably was such a relief. Whereas like this happened in March where people were kind Did of like it, figuring things out a little yeah. bit more. Totally was different. Like, yeah. yeah. It just seemed like that. It's just really rough. Um, the main thrust of the wrestling date was that Aaron and Cody have a beef with each other.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, I love the editing where there's like, oh, we have no
0: idea what happened. There's like, None. there's
1: clearly this tension here. And I'm like, I'm sure there is, and I'm not there. And maybe that's why the music they're air- playing is going to give us a sense, but it looked like all the other matches.
0: Yeah. And like, okay, they didn't look at each other beforehand. Big deal.
1: Cody was like smiling through the whole time. Like I know, literally He seemed
0: totally fine. So, and then ultimately Co- she sends Cody home cause she can't trust him. There's no trust there. Are
1: you team Cody or team Aaron in this situation?
0: I'm in team neither. I think Aaron seems like kind of immature, but I think Cody obviously didn't defend himself very well. If there had been a good explanation, he probably could have given it, but I, moreover,
1: but people always say that like, how? what would you do if you go into this world, you just get there, you have all these fears, I'm like, God, I don't want to look bad, I don't know, this and that. And out of the gate, some guy who's like from your town, a small town, like San, San Diego's a small city, right? Like it's yes. not very big. And if you're part of the social nightlife, which it sounds like these two guys are, like it's very much like high school. And some guy shows you up and throws you on the bus and makes an accusation that like, quite frankly, you probably can't defend, you know, like, I'm certain it had to do with the girl Cody dated that knew Aaron and she's mad at Cody and it like, what is he supposed to say? I, maybe he's a piece of shit. I don't know. But like <laughs> my guess is, you know, people are going to mistake his calmness and the lack of being able to defend himself is a valid reason to think he's guilty. And honestly, like I, I, it could easily be a situation where he didn't know what to say he he, like there's probably nothing to say and he just hoped that Katie decided to believe him over Aaron and when she said I believe Aaron over him he was like okay I'm just gonna like you know what I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be fucking Yusuf yeah you know what I'm saying I'm just gonna like I'm gonna be respectful
0: like that yeah yeah agreed and he's Um, just gonna
1: like go and I think he just got a bad fucking deal
0: yeah, I mean we have no idea what happened. That's the thing. And then later on in the episode Carl like tells Katie other people might not be there for the right reason. We have no idea what he's talking about. No one seems to know. I I was like it was very hard for me to continue paying attention when these two like imp- fights were were happening because I was like we don't know what's happened here it's like just sort of like a cloud of of mystery over like the right reasons They said the right reasons so many times how many times I didn't care for it and we didn't get to hear about Cody being a zipper salesman and now he's gone how can we not talk about his job I have so many questions for Cody
1: what is it (laughs) yeah I totally
0: what does that mean like how did he get into this what's his day like I am dying to no, and now we never will so i'm kind of pissed i mean zipper sales manager like what kind of zippers like waterproof ones ones for my jeans like what i, I just like i'd love to know
1: i know is he selling wholesale is it like door to door like it, there exactly. are a lot of questions that we we definitely didn't get answered i i do want to just point out that uh again who knows right i i i, I always want to reserve critiquing these men's characters outside of the show because context Same. is often missed. If Car- if if things played out for the most part the way we saw it, and that is Carl going up to Katie and saying, hey, I'm gonna, something, 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 this is gonna scare the shit out of you. Uh, I'm not gonna give you any details. I'm not gonna give you any facts. I'm just going to tell you and ask you to trust me. That is shit that people do in the real world.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that is incredibly manipulative and incredibly toxic. And it's like it's a good takeaway of like if you're dating someone or no one who does that, it's fucked up. You should Car- run.
0: Carl deserves to go home more than Cody. Carl, one
1: hundred percent. But like, it's just like
0: it's like Carl's snitches get stitches, and like you better give me some proof if you're doing this. At least Katie named names when she did that to Matt.
1: Did you have no problem with Aaron? Like, well, he might have been, but like, I don't know. He, he was all like high horse criticizing Carl when like, bro, he's just, he's just following your note.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Um, I'm not crazy about Aaron. I just can't really take Aaron seriously. I just feel like Aaron's sort of like silly for some reason. I don't know what that is,
1: but, uh, he, I mean, without giving too much away, he was on the date that I hosted and Mm. he came across like, yeah, he's a mid twenties boy.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like Aaron's gonna hang out with Spencer in San Diego. Sure, yeah, and like they'll they'll have fun. And he
1: he, live it he up, st- still has some fuck boyness to get out of his system before he settles down, and that's you know fine. I Don't.
0: Guess. We're gonna come back to F Boy Island at the very end. I'm excited about that show. Have you heard about it?
1: I've I have. Yeah.
0: Well, you just mentioned Nikki Glaser, the host yeah, of it. Yeah. Oh um, and Elon Gale, the executive producer. Uh, We'll just talk about it now. HBO Max has basically a Bachelor in Paradise competitor coming this summer called F-Boy Island, hosted by Nikki Glaser. I think it was created by Elon Gale, who is a longtime EP of The Bachelor, and many people credit him for Bachelor in Paradise being fun. And I can't wait for this show. I'm like legitimately excited
1: from my understanding I could be wrong is that uh, two producers who are no longer with the show Alan Gale and Pete Scalazar, right uh, essentially they were the brainchilds behind Paradise uh, and, and and the basically Pete's a friend
0: of the pod Pete's been on the pod yeah
1: well that's how I know you yes right? Pete connected uh, you and I and then and then between Alan, Pete and uh, Martin who's kind of in charge he's right below Mike Martin I think Hilton those, yeah I those heard, I, those yeah. three but like I think Alon, to that point, Alon and Peter were on the ground floor, so to speak, and they, you know, it was like, hey, we're gonna do a summer show. And they're the ones who basically kind of designed it. So yes, like Alon for a lot of arguments can be made is like he created Bachelor in Paradise and now he is competing with it.
0: And here's the log line for F-Boy Island, which I'm just so excited about. Three women move to a tropical island where they're joined by 24 men, 12 self-proclaimed nice guys looking for love, and 12 self-proclaimed F-Boys there to compete for cold, hard cash. The women will navigate the dating pool together with the hope of finding a lasting love connection. By the finale, all will be revealed. I'm fired up, man. See you on HBO Max this summer. We've got a lot to look forward to.
1: I, I mean, I... I believe in Alon's ability to produce a TV show.
0: Same here. All right. We'll come back to that this summer. Don't you worry. It's going to be a hot back summer. I'm not sure if you heard Bachelor in Paradise and FBoy Island. They love it. Um, anyway, back to the dates or back to the show. So winner of the rose on the group date, Andrew S, which was great. Andrew S seems to have an infectious energy. He seems very fun. Yeah.
1: He, he's in my top four for sure.
0: I just want to note. It's been pointed out to me. He is cousins with Clay Harbor.
1: I thought I saw that somewhere this week. Yeah. Yes.
0: Many people DM me to say so. So thank you for all the feedback.
1: People. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of different. It, they seem like very different personalities.
0: So different. Clay yeah. is like seems so much like more demure compared to Andrew. More and like, kind of
1: robotic, a little like. And like Andrew's
0: still like effervescent and and just like fun. He just yeah. seems like he'd be a great person to hang out with in this scenario.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: i I feel like he goes far because I've always this is the theory I've had that like when you are the lead, like you need to keep someone around who's just like easy to be around, like relaxing and like and so no, he seemed like mean, it could be
1: him. I mean, everyone but your winner.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's great. And the way he spoke about his mom was really sweet. I mean, I'm all in on Andrew S. He seems like a great guy.
1: Uh, I agree. Yeah, I, I I have him in my top four.
0: Yeah. Andrew S. am following him on Instagram now currently in Europe so he's not in Paradise so that also adds I think credence to that that why he not? might go far
1: uh yeah yeah
0: this Instagram's a real problem for Paradise because you just can tell who's there and who's not this is Instagram though, do I sound we like I'm like 70 not I don't really. even know
1: why there's like is there a reveal anymore who gives a shit I'm surprised they don't do I don't it's a different world I don't get from a marketing standpoint I hey I like ABC and Warner Brothers if you're listening like why don't you leverage social media and the celebrities that you create on the show to promote your show, rather than like have it be some sort of secret? I, I don't, I don't get it. It's not, you know, whatever. But they have all the world w- runs on social media, and yet they seem to want to not that would use be it. be forward
0: thinking, Nick. And I, I don't know. We've
1: we've yes, taken I, slow
0: steps forward here on this show, so uh,
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean
0: there's so much that could be done to emulate a love island or big brother kind of feel of like five days a week content behind the scenes. Like there's just so much more. There's obviously so much more they could be doing. There's no question about it.
1: Uh, agreed. Agreed.
0: Maybe one day. Um, so Andrew got the rose and then we get to the, we don't even get a final rose ceremony because Carl derails everything. And I, I don't like when they add an episode of a rose ceremony. Uh, just well, like, I, I, keep it I, clean. I,
1: well, prepare to be disappointed.
0: Great.
1: Um, Can I, uh, I, may I say that you should change your perspective? Listen, the only, the reason why that happens, if it ever happens, is because they have too much content and and, and it's good content and they want to use it. And at the risk of an episode bleeding over into next week, that's why they do it, right? That's only, that's the only reason. It's because it's like, there was a fight a petty fight, a stupid fight, but a fight nonetheless that allowed us to hate someone like Carl and hating someone is, is, half, good. is yeah. good on that show. And my guess is like, I think you're gonna, you know, with Blake showing up, there's gonna be oh, a I lot- Oh, I forgot
0: of, about Blake. We haven't even seen him. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of drama they're gonna have to unpack and and be prepared uh, for, for that to happen, which is, again, it's a good thing. People say they hate it, but trust me, the alternative is Just a very a boring-, boring. You know, um, so yeah,
0: Carl Carl sucks. There's not even much to say. I mean, he just really blows. I I hope he leaves Um, soon.
1: Right off the bat. Anyone who, you know, life coach, motivational speaker I've, and I know some really good ones out there. I've had a couple of my podcasts, but a lot of it is I, I, I'm a skeptic. Um, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, you know, you tell me you're an accountant and I'll be like, cool. You know, a lawyer. Yeah.
0: Great. Oh, yeah. Need need your help.
1: Yeah. yeah. If someone tells me they're a motivational speaker, I'm like, I don't know. You're gonna have to really prove me to me that you're I you agree. Are.
0: The, the movie Little Miss Sunshine didn't do much to help the, the profession of motivational speakers. But, <laughs> great you know. movie. Yeah, it is yeah. it is a great movie. I feel like it sort of had the same visual palette as Katie's date with with Greg, unfortunately. So that's yeah. sort of those browns and yellows. Oh God. <laughs> Um, yeah. And so next week we'll have to see what happens. And then, I mean, when's Blake going to show up? I totally forgot about that. Thank you for the reminder. I guess
1: uh, we don't even see him in
0: scenes for next week. So who knows?
1: I, f- he was, when I, when I met Katie on the date, that's next week, he was there.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: and Katie had told me he was there.
0: Interesting. Now, okay.
1: the fact that he wasn't in the promo is surprising. Right. Because, I mean, we've seen seasons where, like the fence jump, for example, they promoted so every, the fence every jump yeah. every week, and then it was the like you know the last fucking episode. So I do know Blake was there. I do know Katie had talked to him. How they air it and show it, you know, it might it might bleed over into episode. I, Blake, my w- I'm I feel confident and and saying only, solely based off of that information, that when I was talking to Katie on the date. It was like you could it was slowly being incorporated into the show. But he Mm -hmm. he had yet to meet the guys and he and Katie had yet to decide if he's going to stay. So I don't really know, but like solely based off of the promo, like they wouldn't have included Blake that much in the in the season promo if if he's not sticking around for a long time. And my prediction is that he'll have essentially the same amount of success, success I had when I showed up for Caitlin's season. Because the promos were kind of similar, mm, and I, I I think Blake's in our top four.
0: So oh, so I was going to say so final two then, huh? Okay,
1: yeah, I, I I really do. Otherwise, otherwise I and again I'm totally basing off of that promo and, and right just, and like
0: Heather wasn't in Matt's promos that much. No, it's just
1: right. that you could just there's a feel of like you you makes know makes an impact makes an impact. So all right, so and, who's and your
0: fourth? We got Greg, we got I, Andrew, I got, Blake.
1: If I I'm gonna go i'm greg's my winner i'm gonna say blake's the runner-up uh and i'm gonna say uh andrew s3 and connor four
0: cat guy okay yeah. shout out to cat guy uh,
1: um, he's a he's he's easy to talk to he's fun he makes her feel comfortable yeah, he seems all fun. these things that bring him along uh and the I feel like the all the hot tall strapping guys, while Katie like likes making out with them, when push comes yeah, to shove, I think it's not her style.
0: Um, what do you think of Michael the father?
1: He just reminds me of um, like an eighties rom com. He reminds me of that one. Yeah, an eighties
0: yeah. sitcom. It's like sort of like yeah. he's like an older version of of Michael P. Keaton or something. Yeah, I I was checking him out. I like him. He seems like a nice guy. Sure. Um, he has a beard now, like IRL. I was looking at his Instagram. It's transformative. He goes from like nice looking average guy to definitively hot. It's honestly one of the best beards I've ever seen. Michael, don't get rid of it. It's really working for you. I was shocked.
1: Uh, Yeah, I could see him being talk, top sex. It's interesting. I always try to like figure out, and you know, I've, I'm completely spoiled free, right? Me and, too. And I have been successful for the past couple of seasons, which is really Really great. It's, hard.
0: it's Please don't tweet at us with the spoilers. We no, don't wanna know. No, yeah,
1: it was harder before because I knew too many people. Sure. Uh, you know, And so I would always yeah. hear, but now I don't really, the people on the show now I don't have relationships with, right? And so um, again, you go back to like, Greg was not supposed to have a date this week, right? Greg was supposed to like most, every first impression rose that I can remember doesn't have a date that week, right? It's like, you get the first impression rose, there's not enough people to go on dates. You got validated. We'll see how you handle not going on a date. Maybe that'll make you a villain. Maybe it won't. I don't know. But they needed Greg on this date because we need to get to know Katie and we need to hear her story about her dad. Okay, so like who do we not? And and what's his name, dad? What's his name? Michael. Michael. Michael was the odd man out. Well, what that tells me is that she does like Michael, right? And yeah. And they're not worried about him and they want to see him panic a little bit and see how he handles it, but he's going to get a one-on-one in the next for that almost guaranteed a one-on-one
0: interesting okay well I look forward to it he seems like a nice guy last note of the day I didn't discuss yet on this podcast um, the guest hosts for paradise we got Titus Burgess we got David Spade of course we got Lance Bass the little John I mean reminder little John's been on the show before he was on yeah, Becca yeah. and Blake's date a great, a great time um, Lance Bass I mean he's not in the Backstreet Boys but still love and sync um, David Spade I recently saw him not recently like pre-pandemic I saw him eating at Koi on La Cienega seemed like he was having a nice evening as was I and Titus Burgess no opinion on but I hope he sings I mean what do you think
1: whatever I think it's the whole thing is kind of kind of odd but whatever you know I I feel like this is a, a Mike Fleiss mm. decision um,
0: well these are I think all FOFs friends of Fleiss
1: yeah, Paradise doesn't need a host. Right. You know, and yeah. so I think Chris was hosting because, well, Chris was the host of the show. So I think it's, as far as Paradise, I'm, you know, it It seems like, you know, there, here's what I don't get. It clearly seems like they're trying to create a buzz. And while these are all talented and wonderful people. And yeah, and
0: also shift the buzz away from Chris Harrison towards the future sure, of the show.
1: I don't know how much buzz it creates. It's like, okay, Sure. Yeah, they seem nice. I don't know if they're going to add much value. I don't know if people are going to tune in to see Lance Bass uh, on Paradise, maybe. Well, I, I watched know.
0: him on, on Lisa Vanderpump's show Served with Lisa Vanderpump, which is, I think, on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Horrible show. Lance was not particularly good. But he'll be better in this. I, I don't know. Yeah, I
1: mean, again, like, I'm a fan, I'm fans of all of them individually. I've gotten to work with uh, David a little bit on his his show, and they're all nice guys. It's just more like it's a it's paradise you really don't need a host and and b um i mean listen i get i'm biased but like you know next week you'll see a date that i'm on and you know you have like it's cool to see Taysha and caitlin and that's like you know people would debate like oh did you like chris or did you like caitlin and Taysha? whatever you liked about the creative uh chris is a pro's pro when it comes to the hosting yeah he knows his beats and especially on the live stuff he's a pro but like Chris was also never a lead and he wasn't on the show, right? So naturally, when you ask Caitlin and Taysha to have like empathetic, serious conversations about how they're feeling, I I assume we're going to get better conversations from Caitlin and Taysha. I hope to. And like on the date that I host next week, you know, like there's a lot of tears. And Mm -hmm. I think part of it led to like my ability to A, talk to Katie and connect with her and then you know, uh, share my experiences and then, and, and challenge the guys to, to be who they truly are. And, and I think that makes for good TV as opposed to like, oh, cool. It's David Spade. Like I'm a huge fan. And, and then he's like, Hey guys, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how it'll go. Um, I, and, and maybe it just doesn't matter. Cause I don't think most important takeaway is paradise doesn't need a host to be successful.
0: I think in general, I, I hope that the show moves towards like cultivating this sort of like world that it has without, you know, in, in the same way, that, like the challenge has a world that like TJ Lavin, while he's a fixture of that show, like if he left the challenge universe would still exist. I, I hope it moves moves in that direction. No shots. TJ love TJ anyway. Yeah,
1: this is not a criticism of anyone going yeah, on or whatever. Exactly. I just I, I think uh,
0: just a, it's an evolution of the show.
1: Yeah. Programming wise, I it has a risk. It 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 actually, I think the having like David Spade and Lance Bass and and, and um, everyone else, it has a risk of being a distraction to the stuff people want to tune in and see.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: And I I hope I hope that doesn't happen.
0: Well, Nick thank you so much for joining me. For more with Nick and more Heather McDonald, check out the Vial Files. I'll be back on Thursday with Callie. We'll be talking... I got to talk about Katie's dress. She looked very good at the end of the episode. We'll do a style check-in, more odds and ends from Bachelor Nation, and speak to you then. Thank you so much to Corey McConnell for stepping in on this episode of Bachelor Party.
2: Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln and the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates.